Okay, hello everybody. If you don't know who I am, I am just a beautiful little brown boy from the uh, Oak Cliff native area. In that area where resides many things. A lot of hoodlums, a lot of gentrified people, a lot of scared white Anglos as well, and a lot of liberals. It's a good time, beautiful people, better world. Come join me on this journey. We're about to have a good time, people. Oh my gosh, I'm new to this podcasting world. I'm excited. I've never done anything like this. I'm just a, I'm a regular guy with a regular life. And I'm excited to share my tales of, uh, of heroism and normality with you all. Um, I have here a, um, a little straw drink because apparently I'm not hydrated enough. And Maybe you drink way more water than me, and maybe you stay more hydrated, you shop at Whole Foods, and you're healthy, and you buy Brussels sprouts by choice. I don't know what to do, young sister, but here's the thing. I am not a hydrated male. I happen to be a guy who is always thirsty, and not in the in the way that young people describe being thirsty. I'm a married man. I love God and I love my wife. She is a white woman. Everything that I asked for, I literally prayed for it and it happened, dude. It freaking happened. Believe in something, people. Believe. If you believe it came, everything came out of nothing, I don't know what to tell you, baby, because I got a white woman and she is tremendous. But again, I'm starting to drink more water and I just need to because I don't want to die. I don't want to die, brother. I don't want to die, and I don't want you to die either. But yeah, man, I'm just a regular dude. Uh, I'm excited, man. If you don't know me, my name is Hector Alejandro Guerrero. I'm just a, a beautiful brown boy who's madly in love, and I'm excited for this journey. So everything's been pretty chill. Everything's been pretty chill. I'm just a... I don't know, man. I do a lot of different things. I'm in the photo world. I do some photo business. People pay me money to take you know, photography of themselves and th- things of that nature, and it's appropriate. I'm also in the video world and also tremendously, extremely appropriate, and I do that with other males as well. Love them very much. Uh, one is a white, and the other two are uh, what you would call mocha-flavored. Two beautiful young black males. Love him to death. The other one's a Scottish descent, I believe. But yeah, everything's cool. I do that professionally now. And uh, I run a clothing line, Do No Evil, with uh, two of our best friends who happen to be married, have two children, beautiful people. Love them to death. That's Do No Evil. You can check that out. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Let's have a little sippy, Sue. Can you get the audio on that? <sighs> Praise God. But I've been doing that. I uh, had a job for the last five years at a church, would you not believe, right? I worked at this church down the street and it was pretty cool. You know, I was acting like a hoodlum right before then and even during maybe a little bit. And uh, I was always acting up, always acting up. Let's just say this. I wouldn't be allowed to, uh, I don't know, lead a volunteer team if uh, with the things I was doing before I got hired onto the church, right? I was acting up beforehand I had to get my stuff together, okay, to be, I don't know, accepted into the church world, I guess, as a career, as a career. You're accepted anytime you go. And, um, yeah, it was, it was good. I've finished my last five years there, and it was pretty chilling. I loved it. I learned a ton right out of high school. 18-year-old boy went straight to being a man and just got a full-time job. I was um, a gen- in the janitorial business, and I cleaned toilets, 
Uh, we cleaned out the women's boxes in the restroom where, you know, the things, um, uh, the things where the cotton holds the fluids and all of this and such, it's, it's, it's disgusting, right? And if, if there is one thing I've learned being in the whole janitor world is women, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say, dude. Women restrooms are far more disgusting than men's restroom. You want to tell me otherwise, bro? You want to tell me otherwise that women are more clean women even you can agree with me you're the clean one right but the other women who go to the same restroom as you are disgusting brother aren't they disgusting there was this one time in the janitorial services uh when i was working there at the church um we're having a funeral uh a memorial service and um you know we had the person in the casket down in the altar, people are crying, and I'm in my blue shirt with my people, and we're cleaning, you know, we're cleaning, we're keeping things um, lively, all right, lively, baby, okay, we're trying to keep it good, clean, safe, and sanitary, it's a few years back before the, uh, before the COVID destroyed our lives, um, shout out Texas, brother, uh, shout out Ted Cruz, love you, shout out Cancun, so, person's in the casket, Family's crying, whatever. And there begins to be this horrendous, and dude, when I say horrendous, a disgusting, disgusting smell from this restroom, bro. It was so god awful, dude. So awful. There was green fumes coming out of that mug, okay? It was straight. Disgusting, right? So I had to send in the ladies who were working on the staff. Hey, why don't you go check that out? All right, something smells a little funky. We got a person in the casket. People are crying. What are we doing? Okay, go in the restroom. Let's keep this place alive. All right, they go in the restroom, and lo and behold, dude, the, 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 our, our housekeeper comes out. She's like, "Oh my god, Tomira! Oh my!" She's a you know, beautiful Mexican mother. God bless her soul. She says, Hector, there's poop everywhere. And I was like, everywhere? She's like, everywhere. And I was like, oh, my God. So we clear out the women. We get them out. They're freaking, they're running for the hills, baby. Like someone just blew up the, 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 the building, okay? It's like it was 1997, baby. It was, it was bad, okay? We go in there, and there was poop smeared all over the walls and the urinal and the, the, the female fluid boxes, you know, with the cotton stuff. It was everywhere, brother. I run in and I run out and I'm praying to God, Lord, forgive me if my sins. I want to go to heaven, baby. I run out, bro. And I see. This ain't the victim, baby. This was the villain. The villain who made this crime. I see her waddling away like a sneaky little mischievous evil little penguin who did him ask God for forgiveness, okay? It was bad. I knew it was her. It was this poor old lady. God bless her. I hope she's okay and she's saved my brother. She tore it up, boy. She tore that mug up. She tore it up. It was so bad. 
So we had to send the housekeeper in there. She cleaned it up. We're out there freaking throwing holy water on this lady. And then we sent the housekeeper home for good riddance. She got to work a two-hour shift because she had to clean all the poop off the, the walls. God bless her. God bless that housekeeper. I love you so much. But yeah, the janitorial services were a, it was a beautiful time. I did that for about four years. And I finished the uh, last two years doing... Uh, uh, which called Hovenes Ministry. It was youth ministry. That's between you know the ages of twelve and uh, eighteen in some states, and uh, we finished that out, and it was a really, really tremendous run. It was absolutely fun and uh, learned everything, dude. Like everything about leadership and how to handle your money and how to how to take care of these kids out here in the hood. It was good. It was good and. Uh, it was this church, you know, it's located in Grand Prairie. So Grand Prairie is, it kind of reminded me of home because I grew up in Oak Cliff, like I said. But Grand Prairie, you know, you're on one street. It's a safe, little bougie, little neighborhood. Find yourself a little nice mansion. You cross the street, baby, you're going to get shot and you're going to be going to church on Saturday night, okay? It's bad. It's the same thing as how Oak Cliff is and everything's just getting gentrified and it's crazy and all that stuff. So I think that's why I had a, a really big heart to work at this church and really serve it. And it taught me a ton. And I'm 23 now, did a really good run with it. And lo and behold, I met my freaking beautiful, oh, wife. I met my beautiful wife, bro. Met my tremendous wife at this church. And it was like a movie, bro. It was just like a movie. Um, Wifey was coming in the door and I'm still working in the facilities. That's what we call it, the facilities, janitorial life. And as I'm spraying and I wipe and that chemical leaves the window, beautiful, gorgeous, Alaskan white woman glowing as she walks into the door. And that's Rachel Guerrero, my future wife, baby. And I'm like, this is the freaking hottest chick I ever met in my life. I'm going to go after this girl. I'm going to make her my wife and we going to make some babies, okay? Because the more babies you have, the more you can get on that stimulus check, baby. And you know what? Shout out Biden and shout out Harris, okay? I wake up this morning. I got $2,800 in the bank, baby. That's Timmy Chegg hip boy. I'm about to give three ties to the church, baby. We making money. We making money out here, brother. And, um... It's tremendous. Shout out Biden, right? But you know what? Though? I don't freaking, I don't care. You're Republican. You're a liberal. You're left. You're woke. Whatever you are, I don't trust none of you. All right? Always up to something, dude. Always up to something. I cannot trust it. The government is out to get us. But you know what? How can I complain when I can walk my wife down the trail, go get a coffee, Go to, the, go to the neighborhood down the street and hang out with some gentlemen. I mean, it's a safe area. But yeah, it's a safe neighborhood. We got our money, baby. And uh, we set a little bit of size so that we can have some more fun later down the year. And then we got to pay some bills because your boy's trying to get out of that credit card debt, okay? Trying to get out of that debt because here's the thing. When, you, when you're young, when you're 23, you're living your life, you have some income, you've saved up some few bucks, you got a hot freaking wine, wine. You want to go have some fun? You want some fun? And then a few days later, you realize, I ain't got no money in the bank, boy, and my credit cards are maxed out, brother. This is a, this is a life. 
This is life as I know it. It's not the same when you're, when you're little and, and your mom and your, your dad take care of you and everything's okay. You just go to school. You hate your life. You got a half-written suicide note. And uh, you come home. Dinner's ready. You're watching iCarly. You know, the poor girls, God bless them. And, and everything's covered. Everything's covered, brother. And now I'm married. I'm a grown-up. I got credit card debt. I'm telling y'all, this is why I got to do this podcast. This is why I got to do this clothing line. This is why I got to do the photo and the video appropriate. I got to do all that stuff because I got bills to pay and I got people to see. Okay? We're trying to go viral out here, baby. We're trying to go viral. We're buying Bitcoin. We're out here making money. We're talking to Anglo gentlemen out here. We're trying to do all the right things so we can get some cashola and I can buy my wife her future car. That's all I want to do. I want to make sure I could get my wife the nice car that she wants. She wants that 2018 Forerunner, 2019 Forerunner, baby. She wants, she don't want it too brand new. She, want, she wants that nice little pre-owned for, to, for, uh, Toyota Forerunner. You know, people have been doing things in there or whatever and whatnot. We ain't going to ask no questions. We ain't going to ask questions. We want a deal. We want the almost brand new car. People have fondled and done some things in there that aren't too appropriate and everything's okay and we get to save some money now. All right? That's what we want. I want to be able to have enough money one day to where I want to be low-key rich. To, can you feel me? I want to be low-key rich. I want to have the same apartment right here. Cheap little rent. Come here, Archie. I want, this is my little dog. Come on, brother. Sit down. There you go. I want that cheap rent. I want to have regular cars. I want to live a simple, humbled life. But the thing is, I want to have money in the bank. I don't care what you say, baby. If you're a hoodlum, if you're from the hood, you understand. Money ain't everything, okay? Family's everything on your deathbed. All you're going to wish for is that you spent more time with your family. But in the time being, we all want some money. I don't care what you say, right, brother? You want money. You know why? Because I want to buy my wife some cars. I want to get her unlimited spark. That's that little powder. It looks like crack. You put it inside your drink and your white woman is excited. She's ready to go. Okay, you're not in that way. I just want to have, I want to be low-key rich. Call me low-key rich, baby. I don't need to be flashy. I don't need to be Bobby Schmurder coming out rich out of a jail cell. I just want to live a good life, boy. That's all. That's all I want to do, bro. But yeah, being married at a young age, what a thing, right? Like I'm living that old school life. I'm living that old school life where I'm freaking, I got married when I was 19 to my tremendous wife. I love her to death. And we got married young. And my wife is a little cougar. Don't, let, don't mind me, okay? I'm into, it was always a fantasy of mine growing up. I wanted that older lady. I wanted that old skin. And my wife is only one year older, but I can continue to dream and fantasize, okay? I love that girl so freaking much. Here's the thing. We got married at a young age like that old school love. That's that 1950s, 60s, 70s love, man. You court your boo. You let her know that you're going to take care of her. You promise her things and you follow through because that's what a man does, boy. That's what we do. And that's where I'm at now. And I think... I love it, right? And thank God for discipline. Thank God for exercise and being on top of my mental health, right? Like, you got to take care of yourself because if not, here's what I learned. Young boys can't handle this game. Young boys can't handle this game if they ain't ready mentally to be in that marriage scene, okay? And I ain't no expert. 
I am not no expert, bro. I don't freaking know a dang thing. I got my whole life ahead of me until the day I die. I'm going to be learning, okay? But the thing is, I'm happy that I'm, a, I'm willing to grow and make this work. Divorce ain't in the vocabulary. It, it ain't in the vocabulary. That's a little phrase that me and Rachel, we coined for ourselves. Divorce ain't in the vocabulary. Are you mad at me? Are you mad that I put the towels away the wrong way? Oh, I'm mad at you because you don't want to go hang out with the boys. No, we're going to work it out. We can be mad at each other. And that's what I've seen people, young people don't realize, right? People my age, people younger, people older, people older, dude, dude. We're in a bad mood. We're in a fight. I don't like you making me mad. It's over. We're breaking up. Are you kidding me? You're just going to give up because you don't want to work for it? Love is a choice, baby. Are you going to work or are you going to be lazy and be a victim and complain about your boo and move on to the next thing and nothing was healed? (laughs) It's going to be a revolving door, baby. That's all I got to say. So fight for love and shout out COVID, bro. It forces us to be together. Shout out COVID, bro. Y'all really believe in it? Do you believe in it? You lying to me? For real, don't lie to me. Is it real? I don't know if it's real, man. Hear me out. I've lost some people to COVID. All right? I'm sensitive to the situation. Don't think that I'm some person who doesn't have any any reality. I'm connected to it, all right? Here's the thing, brother. I believe the flu. I believe it's real. I believe it's like a flu, but it's different because it does different things to different people. I understand that. But it's the liberal left side of it that's bothering me just a little bit. You gonna scream at me for not wearing a mask? Why don't you stay home and wear your mask? Does that make sense? Does that make sense? You're gonna be mad at me, people are down. You're gonna blame Trump, you're gonna blame Biden. Why are you always blaming someone? Want you to do your people will always fail you, young brother. Take some wisdomatic from these freckles. Your leaders are always gonna fail you. What are you gonna do? Huh? What are you gonna do? What you gonna sit around, rally your friends on your social media? I'll point the finger at this dude and we're gonna cancel him. What are you gonna do? Are you bringing love to the community? Are you feeding the community? Are you volunteering on a regular basis at your local church or your, your, your local community center if you don't believe in God? What, are you doing anything for the city besides complaining? Hmm? That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Are you doing your part other than complaining and pointing the finger? That's all I got to say. I've already been canceled. All right. That's all I got to say. Do your part. And stop being, pointing the finger, all right? You ain't doing no one any help. Do your part and spread love, baby. Stop canceling people. You think you're better than me? You're not. I'm not better than you. No one's better than nothing, I We Gucci, baby. That's all I got to say right now. That's all I got to say. I love you, little brother. But yeah, what a freaking crazy year, right? 2020, in freaking insane, dude. 
in freaking sane this whole year with COVID and going through the motions of being at your home and Zoom and school's canceled and everyone's dying. Like crazy. What a crazy freaking year, man. I spent most of 2020. I uh, tried to kill myself. That did happen. All right. It really did happen. I was going through a lot. I was fat. I was looking in the mirror. I was so disgusted with myself. Now I'm just freaking gorgeous. Beautiful brown cinnamon stick of a man. And I just, oh, Rachel loves me now. I lost the weight. I'm happy now. Um, and I shamed myself a lot. I was struggling a ton with watching the, the pornography, uh, wanting to, to give in to cheating, even in person. I was a very ashamed, thank God I didn't do it. Clarify. I was a very ashamed person. I was overweight. I was struggling. I was ready to take my life, dude. I was ready to take my life. And thank God for my wife. She freaking grabbed me and held me while I cried. I was like, let me go, you beautiful white woman. And I'm trying to leave and I'm trying to break free. She freaking held me, dude. She freaking saved my life, bro. Shout out Rachel and shout out that Anglo culture, baby. Rachel is an Alaskan queen, if you guys don't know that. Uh, she was born in Alaska. Her mother had her in Alaska. Would you believe that? Huh? Freaking beautiful, right? And uh, absolutely tremendous. I freaking love, 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 love Rachel. And her whole life, she was born in Alaska. And she freaking was uh, what, what the people call a military brat. So, I mean, she was privileged, okay? She got to travel the world on a free check while daddy went to work, baby. She had it good. And she got like 17 sisters. I can't, anytime I go to that house, there is so much, so many females in that home. I am overrun, baby. The feline energy is strong in that house, baby, when we go and visit for Thanksgiving or Pete or uh, Christmas, I mean. And it's crazy. God bless that man. And God bless that mom. That's a lot of babies to pop out. We're praying. What we gotta say. But yeah, Rachel is this crazy, cultured woman, lived all over the world, traveled, lived in a tent, was attacked by raccoons. I mean, a crazy life. So freaking cool. And she ended up with, this, with me, this hoodlum, this dude who was always trying to get girls and, and, and party and go crazy and do graffiti and vandalize stuff. And I was your typical neighborhood kid. I was like Bart from The Simpsons. I was just always up to no good. I was a little mischievous. I just like to have fun and live my life. I don't see what the problem was then, but now I see that this life is better. I'm simple. Bro, I, went to, I played tennis today. Do you want to know how privileged I feel? I grew up and someone pointed a gun to me and my friend when we were 17, me, me and Daniel, and, and, and here I am now playing tennis with a white girl at a tennis court. We ain't just playing it over uh, the school gate, you know, from the parking lot in the street. Like, we're playing tennis out here in a nice neighborhood where it's safe. It's just a crazy world. It's a crazy world that we live in. I, I, I have iced coffee now. Will you believe that? Huh? I have iced coffee now, dude. I've had someone break into my home while I was there, and I had to chase them out with a knife. True story. I was at home. I was a sophomore, dude. 
and my wife, no, my wife, I was a sophomore, and I thought my, my, my mom and my sister and my dad were gone. I skipped the first part of class, okay? It's a thing you do when you're little. You skip class. You don't really care. It is what it is, right? So I hear the, right? I hear that. Sorry, Arch, I didn't mean to start you little furball. I hear the knock on the door. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is that? Little did I know these people were. They had a little scam going, baby. I get up, my hair is in a freaking mess. I look like a I look like a dang crackhead, right? I go to the front of the door, I open the door, there's this beautiful little Mexican churro of a man, and he says, Hey, is uh he looked perplexed that I answered too. Hey, is uh Andrew here? Andrew. Andrew? A privileged name? I said no. There's no Andrew here, bro. He said, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. He walks away, opposite direction of my house, right? I was like, that's weird. Anyways, let me get ready. Let's, start. let's get ready. Let's get our backpack. Let's get all our stuff. We got to go to school. I got to finish my test. I got tests today. I go to the back of the kitchen. A dude, low Mexican boy, pried halfway into my door. The guy at the front was distracting me while this dude in the back, prying in the door, and he's jacks that door open he breaks in and he sees me and he says oh boom he guns it dude and i got my knife like oh frack i kill you bro really think i was gonna kill him i don't know we'll never know really what was gonna happen that day right but all i know is i pulled that knife out homeboy was running it was over I knew I wasn't going to chase him. If I chased him, I probably would have gotten beat to death. There's two of them, one of me. I was a little husky. It is what it is. I was not in shape to, to hold my own, all right? As crazy as that sounds and all of that stuff, that happened. And this white woman is with me now. I've had guns to me. People break in my house, had to threaten to kill them. And now I've got this beautiful wife. Life is crazy like that, man, and I'm, I'm, I'm a thankful dude. I'm a thankful dude, and I just, I want to remember on my deathbed that I lived my life to the fullest, that I looked out the window, and my freckles were shining through the sun, and I look up to God, and I say, Jesus, I love you, brother, and I want him to look back at me and say, you ain't half bad, baby. You ain't half bad, baby. Thank you guys for tuning into this podcast. This will be a once in a lifetime thing I'll throw out into the world and maybe it touches a little soul, okay? That's all we got to do. So God bless you. I hope you're well. I hope you have an amazing day. Make sure to put your family first. Spend time with your loved ones. Look out a window and remember to smell the freaking roses, dude. It's a good life out there, baby. This is Hector Guerrero with Brown Love. And I hope you have a great day. God bless you, brother.